Good vibrations, take one. Hi, this is Brian Wilson, and you're listening to Good Vibrations with Beach Boys Podcast with David Beer. Sponsored by Endless Summer I I love the colorful clothes you wear And the way the sunlight plays upon her hair I'm picking up good vibrations. She's giving me the excitations. I'm backing up good vibrations. She's giving me the excitations. I'm backing up good, good vibrations. Smile, I know she must be kind
fascinating. Just fascinating. One of the greatest songs of all time. Now, that's an alternate version of Good Vibrations, written by Brian Wilson and his first cousin, Mike Love of the Beach Boys. Welcome to episode 19 of Good Vibrations, a Beach Boys podcast. I'm your host, David Beard, and today we talk with Mike Love about his new two-CD set, Unleashed Love, and the music therein, and a few other things, uh, you know, chief among them, TM, Transcendental Meditation, and how that's changed Mike's life. But I want to just kind of touch base first about when you think back to music and music writers from the 1960s, from the early to mid-1960s, right? How many groups actually wrote, recorded, and performed their own songs that actually changed the face of music and how we listen to music and what we think of music and those influenced by that music since that time? And to me, now there's a great, a lot of great songwriters that came out of the day, but really, when you think about it, you have the Beatles, right? Paul McCartney, John Lennon. George Harrison went on to do his own thing, and so did Ringo Starr. They all wrote great material over the years. But in the beginning, in the early to mid-60s, who changed music? Well, certainly the Beatles did when they came and, and, and made an indelible impression with their you know, premiering on the Ed Sullivan Show. But before that, Brian Wilson and his cousin Mike. Now, when you, when, you, when you listen to all those great Beach Boy songs that you're so familiar with, right? Fun, 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 I get around, do it again, and of course, good vibrations, the list goes on. But the point being, Brian Wilson and Mike Love changed music together. It was a perfect marriage, and to this day, we're still affected by what they did to the industry and how we listen to it. Let's face it. There is no better combination writing team than Brian Wilson and Mike Love. Now, Brian went to write, you know, Pet Sounds with Tony Asher, and certainly that music has to be in the conversation in terms of great music that changed everything and the way we think about music and the way we listen to music. But Mike and Brian started it out, and Good Vibrations came after Pet Sounds. And so I have to, I just, you know, when you, when you talk about this and, and now, and it's the interesting thing to me also, and, and you'll, and you'll hear this in my conversation with Mike here, that we, we always, when we talk about Brian and rightly so, we always think about Brian as an arranger, a composer and a genius because he was able to kind of extrapolate what he heard in his mind and communicate it to members of the wrecking crew when he worked with them and members of his group when he worked with them. So it's always very, very interesting and very important in the discussion to say, hey, is Brian Wilson really a musical genius? And the answer is absolutely he is. Now, I think it's interesting that we've always thought of Mike as a lyricist. And again, rightly so, because Mike has written all these great lyrics to these songs that he worked on with Brian. And Brian, predominantly back in the early to mid-60s with the Beach Boys, was the guy that was the hearing, you know, the, the arrangements and the melodies in his head, and the guys would show up and record what Brian was hearing, and Brian would dole out those parts and call the shots, right? And they were more than happy to follow along because, as I said, the music changed everything. But it was interesting to me in this conversation with Mike that Mike, too, is an arranger and a composer. And we don't really think of Mike Love in that way. So let's get started. Here we go. At what point, and by point, I guess I mean year, because you do note that around 2003, in your liner notes, that you started working on the project, did you approach Michael Lloyd with the idea of producing your music? Actually, I've known Michael Lloyd since he came to the as a young kid, he came to the Good Vibrations recording session in 1966. Right. So, and, and, he, and so, uh, I've known him 
for many years. Mm-hmm. In fact, this little, little band he was in was open for us in, in a couple of little concerts and stuff, or at least one that I remember. But anyway, so we've known him for many, many years. He, he has been to uh, the, our studios when we've been recording or mixing. That we were doing, uh, we, we uh, as you know, we, we discovered a song called Going to the Beach. Yeah. Um, and and had Joel Peskin, who played on Kokomo, um, do the sax on it. And he, and so Michael Lloyd was there at that time. And so we, for a few years now, we've been, we've been, uh, um, you know, talking and then and, and, and began working together. He got the band to come in and do all the, uh, backing tracks, all the instrumental tracks of all the songs, you know, all the Beach Boys songs that are on this this album. Mm-hmm. And and then um, many of the other songs were originally produced by Paul Farzo. And uh, we worked on those for uh, since, since, you know, the year you mentioned. So um, many of those songs were completed at that time. However, we felt that a few of them needed to be updated a little bit. Sure. And, you know, so so Michael Lloyd uh, got involved and and we didn't do all the songs that we did on the Mike Love Not War album or Make Love Not War album, but we did uh, several of them of the more philosophical things such as Only One Earth and uh, Make Love Not War and Ram Raj and, and of course the title song Unleash the Love Every child on earth must have our love and dedication to grow up in a caring world community to come to know the meaning the universal feeling of love, oh precious love, just think now how the world could be If we unleash the love And do it with dedication Unleash the love And set it free Unleash the love And spread it through every nation For the greatest power on earth lies in the heart of got a place for every creature the beauty of god's creation is diversity for all of us it's a lesson that our planet's prized possession is our differences yet i think it's time we all agree we gotta unleash the love and do it with dedication unleash the love and set it free unleash the love and spread for the greatest power on earth lies in the heart of you and me. If there's a wrong, you gotta right it. And if there's injustice being done, you just gotta fight it. And if you know that something needs fixing, don't just stand around complaining. You just gotta pitch in. Love and do it with dedication. 
here that date back to First Love from the late 70s. And and what what is it about those handful of songs, the Daybreak Over the Ocean, I Don't Want to Know, Too Cruel, Crescent Moon, that those particular tracks have endeared themselves to you that these, you know, all these years later you still wanted to do them? We did Daybreak on the That's Why God Made the Radio album. Mm-hmm. And the other guys, the other fellows sang on that. Yeah, it starts out yeah. com- completely different. It's very uh, much of this album is very melodic. It, there's a lot of strings. There's a lot of really gorgeous harmonies and and tracking. Right. Yeah, and I was right. I was curious about how involved were you know you're very well known as a lyricist. Um, how yep. how involved were you on these newer on these songs from the perspective of arrangements? Michael Lloyd and I can work really beautifully. Paul Farzan and I do as well. 
Paul Farza and I go way back. We 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 bonded over the fact that both he and I are teachers of TM, Transcendental Meditation, okay. and that we we both have that that uh, love of the, the philosophical and the practical applications of of all the knowledge that there is to, to that we've gotten from Maharishi over the years. So. Uh, so that's that's how we met originally, and he's an incredible musician and a great singer. Uh, has his, his own things that he's done. We've done several things, as you point out, over the years. I mean, it'd be a whole different interview just to go over those things. Needless suffice to say that he and I go way back. I've always worked with the arrangements of things. You know, I'd have the whether it be the hooks and the lyrics that I'm known for, but you know, it, you know whether it be a key change or modulations or anything like that, I'm involved musically in everything. Okay. You know, I hope that answers that question. It does. It does. And and how and and I'm listening to this and I'm looking at these these notes in terms of who's playing on everything and. Michael Lloyd is is very present, but the thing that I kind of really connected to with immediately with because all the love in Paris is the first song, is it's, mm-hmm. this is really a family affair. Um, it certainly is, yeah. And uh, it's really cool, you know, to hear these, to hear Brian singing, to hear you know Christian is a voice that I'm familiar with, obviously for you know he's been right. on. I think fans right. know this voice. Anyone who's been to a concert through the years has seen Christian. More recently, right. they've, they've seen Amba. Um, but to have Brian and Haley involved as well, talk about their musical background a little bit and, and well, I guess, their training. Haley actually, came, Haley actually came up with the idea to do the, the reading of the American Indian um, poem, I guess you could call it, mm-hmm. which was beautiful that preceded only one earth. Goes into one only earth. Only one earth. Uh, when we did um, um, Pisces Brothers, we we're honoring George Harrison, who did, uh, um, you know, of course, um, the worldwide hit "My Sweet Lord." There were the girls singing Hari Krishna, Hari Rama. So I wanted um, when we did Jay Gurudev, Hari Krishna, Hari Ram. Uh, I wanted to have a girl's voice. So naturally, Haley's voice is so beautiful and so unbelievably mystically unique to herself. Um, Michael Lloyd and I just both marveled at it. And she has her own albums, actually, a couple of her own albums. Fantastic music. It's the only, I can only explain it by, like, Japanese poetry is haiku. She does kind of haiku music. (laughs) And, And just, it's amazing stuff. So, but her, the character of her voice is so wonderful, and and so it was a, a total joy to, to to have her sing on the album. But then Amba did the warmth of the sun, and she sounds beautiful on that. And then what really gets me uh, thrilled to to, to re re record uh, um, "Kiss Me Baby" with her doing with her the girl. The girl's voice, Amba's yeah. voice, yeah. on that, it just makes it a whole new dimension, a whole different record, a whole different song. Yeah. It's just, it's just I, when I listen to it, I just, it just, not just because I'm a dad, but probably a lot because of her, I'm her dad, but because just the way her voice sounds, the way she sings the part so beautifully, and, yeah. you know, her elocution is, is, is 
And uh, she once asked me, this is maybe when she was quite a bit younger, maybe 16 years old, she said, Dad, did you write the words to Warmth of the Sun? I said, yes, Tom, but to Dad, you're a genius. <laughs> which, which is, that's so sweet to hear from your daughter, you know? Oh, sure, sure. You know, the first, the now material on disc one, you know, the first grouping of songs up to glow, you know, Crescent Moon, um, are kind of more love song oriented. But then when you start with Cool Head, Warm Heart, I know that we're now beginning, we're getting into the TM teachings of Maharishi. Philosophical, more philosophical, from the, the infinite, infinite ocean of Vedic knowledge. Yeah. It's inspired it's inspired by by the potential for you know what do you call it? Potential for for uh, world peace, potential for everything good in the world, you know, and uh, elimination of uh, poverty and and disease and and war. All the things that Maharishi came out to to uh, teach this technique for yeah. which inspired me to Want to learn it first, first of all, and once I did learn it, I said, "Wow, this is an amazing technique. It's so simple that anyone could do it. And if it, if everyone did it, it'd be an entirely different world. You know, we create our way out of these messes rather than fight our way, fight over them, over the divisions, and just so. Therefore, you know, just the second verse of only love. The thing about Mother Nature, she's got a place for every creature, the beauty of God's creation, its diversity. Yes. For all of us, it's a lesson that our climate price position is our differences, yet I think it's time we all agree we've got to unleash the love. That is like really so so inspired and so by the potential of of um, that humanity has if, if we come to grips with the fact that we're all going to be different and we can't hate each other, but we have to love each other just like Jesus would have said, or sure. like Buddha would have said. <laughs> like Buddha said, and make love not war, it's just, Buddha said, uh, hate can't make get rid of hatred, only love can. Right. So these are teachers by many saints and, and philosophers and teachers, whether it be the, uh, you know, uh, the, the Dalai Lama, Jesus, Gandhi, Buddha, Maharishi, they're all similar things, you know. Yes. So, anyway. Well, Mike, you went on to yourself. Uh, it's known by many that you yourself, once you got into TM, you did teach and you have taught. Um, right. Is it fair to say that these songs, this grouping of songs, beginning with Cool Head and, t you know, through to uh, Make Love Not War, are kind of your, uh, your teaching... Uh, that you kind of existentially and philosophically are sharing your teachings in your music. Yes, it would be fair to say that because, for instance, Cool Head and Warm Heart, I was in a big meeting in Holland many years ago with Maurice. She said, you need a cool head and warm heart. And I just take that, I said, wow, that is so simple, so profound. I said, and that led to me coming up with the melody and the words to Cool Head and Warm Heart. Mm -hmm. You need a cool head and warm heart. You sit through the day without coming apart. You need a cool head and warm heart, and that's how every day should start. And one of the ways to get, get, get a cool head and a warm heart is just to eliminate all the stress and fatigue and tension in your, in your, in 
with your, your biological self, you know, your psychophysiological self and through meditation. I mean, I don't talk about meditation there, but I should say cool head and warm heart. I'm seeing are just written by you so that means you not only wrote right. the lyrics but you also came up with the melodies and the arrangements, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. <clears throat> melodies, hooks, and uh, worked out the harmonies according to what I heard in my head, you know. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And of course, executing the harmonies, we have, you know, some great guys, the whole band, and, you know, including Poscat now, and 
Brian Eichenberger and, and uh, Scott Todd and John Cowsell. I want to talk about your son Brian a little bit because he, uh, yeah. you know, well, he, he, he sang on a couple of songs primarily. I'd like to point out that his, uh, his contribution of All the Love in Paris is really great because he's fluent in French. And I mm -hmm. said, hey, Brian, because I don't know French, I know Spanish. I said, hey, Brian, how, how do you say All the Love? To l'amour. How do you say All the Love in Paris? To l'amour of Paris. So he came up with the translation that we incorporated in the chorus, mm -hmm. the opening chorus. And, um, and Christian sang, All the Love Now, you know, and it, so Brian, I, and Christian, and Paul Carso sang the, 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 uh, the, the chorus, yeah. the vocals. And of course, they did the lead, and, and they did the backgrounds, and, and uh, Jeff Foskett over the, uh, some of the highest parts, and some, uh, the high falsetto part, and so did Randell Kirsch from the old version. So oh, yeah. Now, are you? Do you have plans now? Once your album comes out, are you going to be incorporating more of these new songs into your uh, the stage set list? Oh yes, of course. From the then section, we're already doing right most of those songs. You know, right, like darling, and and do it again, and, and all that kind of thing. But from the now section, yes, we we're doing right now. We're doing only the love and all the love in Paris, and we're. Working on, um, uh, we do them like a couple at a time, mm -hmm. and so within the next couple of weeks, we'll be able to do even more of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Of, co of course, we would we want to incorporate as, as many as we can without doing songs. Uh, but we we really have gotten great response from the new version of Get You Back. Uh -huh. And a great response to Unleash the Love, and great response to All the Love in Paris. So we're very, very happy with the audience response to those songs.
And you're listening to Good Vibrations, a Beach Boys podcast with David Beard. Thanks, Wendy. I hope you've enjoyed episode 19. I want to thank my very special guest, Mike Love, for taking the time to talk about his new album, Unleash the Love. We've heard some select tracks today. And as noted, it's a two-disc set, first disc being now, new recordings, second disc being the Beach Boys classics recorded with Mike's current touring band. So it's it's really a fun listen. And, you know, the second disc... You know, features Amba, Love, Mike's daughter on both Warmth of the Sun and Kiss Me Baby, as he noted. It's really just an enjoyable listening experience. But the first disc is, is uh, something. And, you know, it's interesting that the last time Mike put out a solo release was 1981 on his Looking Back with Love album. Thanks for tuning in. And I do want to mention, you know, this show is, the podcast is sponsored by Endless Summer Quarterly Magazine. If you're not familiar with Endless Summer Quarterly Magazine, head to Facebook, first of all, and like our page. Just type up Endless Summer Quarterly Magazine. You'll see a logo of a little surfer inside a circle. It says Endless Summer Quarterly Magazine. We're now in our 30th year. And uh, we've been covering Beach Boys since, uh, the magazine has been covering the Beach Boys and their activities since 1987. So we've been doing it quite a while. If you, if you head over to the, the Facebook page, you're going to notice something. You're going to notice that first, the winter 2017 edition has just been mailed out. And it features the celebration of the Wild Honey album. It'll be officially turning 50 years. It'll be celebrating its 50th anniversary on December 18th, 2017. So it's a great album, and if, be sure to pick up Sunshine Tomorrow Collection. It came out uh, earlier this year, as did the Wild Honey and True Stereo LP on vinyl. Also came out earlier this year. Another reason I'm, en- I'm mentioning Endless Summer Quarterly Magazine is we're doing a giveaway, and you'll see this on the Facebook page. So head over, and you're going to see that Mike has taken the time to autograph CDs. So if you're a subscriber to the publication, you'll automatically be eligible to get a free autographed CD from Mike. And it's just as simple as we go to a a website that's uh, random.org. That's the name of the site. We type in the total number of our subscribers, and our number comes up. We choose that name. That person gets a free autographed CD. And we're going to be doing another promotion, too. So you have to really go over to the Facebook page. But if you want to just check out the website, go to esquarterly.com. That's E-S-Q-U-A-R-T-E-R-L-Y.com. There you can kind of... You, you click on, uh, you're, you'll go to a landing page. There's a jukebox that'll play some music, and there's a palm tree that extends from behind the, the jukebox. And at the very top, it says subscribe to the magazine. You just click on that. It'll give you all the information you need to become a subscriber. 
And like this interview, you get the full interview with Mike. The unabridged interview with Mike is in the brand new winter 2017 edition that's got Wild Honey on the cover. And inside, there's also a complete review of the new album, both discs. And there's a lot of really interesting, insightful, rare images. Um, uh, a brand new interview with Mike. Uh, catching up, uh, was able to catch up with Brian Wilson. So there's a little bit of an interview, you know, a two-page interview with Brian on, on what he's got planned on his upcoming rock and roll album. And there's a really rare interview with uh, Marilyn Wilson Rutherford. And for those of you who may not know that name, she was a member of the of the, the, the trio uh, group in the 60s, The Honeys. And she's the mother of Wendy Wilson, who we just heard from. And Wendy, of course, is the sister of Carney Wilson, who went on to do Wilson Phillips. So there you go. So if you're a subscriber to Endless Summer Quarterly Magazine already, fantastic, because you're going to be eligible to receive one of these autographed Mike Love Unleash the Love CDs. And if you're not, there's time. Don't worry. We give things away all the time. In fact, we just sent out, the, if, you, if you think back a few years to 2013, the Beach Boys released Made in California six-disc box set. Well, subscriber Allison Ehrenberg just received that. That's right. We gave away the box set. <laughs> so that there, we're always giving stuff away. The Beach Boys are so kind and so gracious with their time. Brian, Mike, Al, uh, Bruce, you, you know, uh, you name it, David Marks, all, all the guys are just so gracious with their time. They're always uh, wonderful. They sign things for us just so that we can give them away to you, the fan. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Episode 20 is just around the corner, as well as 21. I've got a couple of things lined up, and uh, one of the two podcasts is going to be celebrating the Wild Honey album. Thanks for tuning in. See you soon. <laughs>